Hey everyone, uh, welcome to Fostering Growth. It's me. <laughs> um, it's Laura. And I'm here with my good friend and coworker, Ryan. And yeah, today I finally got together with Ryan to record an episode, me and him. It's been a while that we've been planning this and it just, the time doesn't, you know? <laughs> yeah, I get, it's been tougher. And just for, for reference, I'm the engineer. <laughs> yes, he's the one that's behind editing everything. I'm the, I'm the guy behind the curtain <laughs> of, the, of the magical world of Oz. Oh, no. <laughs> Poor Ryan and all the things he has to hear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to it. It's okay. <laughs> it's been very entertaining, these, like, some of these episodes. But like I told you before, it's like getting, even though I haven't met any of your friends or any of your guests, I feel like I know them yeah. now. It's like when you were all like, you know, my friend here, I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, is that Daisy? Oh, is that Danny? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's good that you can see, you know, their personalities, even if it's just through their voice and, yeah. you know, the things that they say. Because I know that on the ladies episode, that one went a little <laughs> way off track. <laughs> Some of that stuff, I was just like, uh, I was like texting you. I was like, am I keeping that in there? Are we doing this? We're doing this, right? Okay, we're doing it. We're doing it. Just making sure. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we try to be as, um, what do you say it, as... Um, PG-13? <laughs> I mean, I mean, especially PG-13. It's really hard to keep it PG-13 when you also want it to be as realistic as, like, we're already, you know, in our late 20s. 100%. And it's easy to be like, uh... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, but just not, just not over the top of whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, it works. Yeah, <laughs> no, definitely. I mean, sorry for the little beep you're nah, in there nah i have fun with it i, have fun with it. I like <laughs> authenticity and that's what i was telling you is mm -hmm. like people especially nowadays people are longing for authenticity mm -hmm. and people who are being real yeah. like they they are starving for that because of what's been going out in the world mm -hmm. it's just like please give me something that's not rehearsed yeah you no, know what i mean i mean it's because especially with life like my life <laughs> not rehearsed <laughs> no. like there's always things popping up and I think that's why I also wanted to do the podcast because I wanted to share like a lot of people think that my life is good or like I have everything under control just because of how I am at work right. or how I'm you know at school right now hopefully going back to school <laughs> but a lot of people when I start talking to them or I'll be like oh my god this happened like they get surprised they're like oh my god like i didn't know you were going through those things like your personality is so bubbly or you're like you're always happy and i'm like oh trust me i'm not <laughs> i'm not always happy but sometimes especially in a work setting like i'm not just gonna bring all my you know things to work and it affects you know my work it affects me thinking about everything that's happening on the outside and it's like i'm gonna eventually go back to that you know, so when I'm at work, I try to be a little bit more positive, a little bit more upbeat, a little bit more like, okay, I'm here. Let me just get this done. Be nice to people. And then once I step out, I'm like, okay, I got to go back to my real world, right, you know? Right. And once I started the podcast and like started sharing these things, like it made me realize that I know that I'm not alone. I know that other people have gone through things and I would like them to share them too. It's, it's easy how you say it, like being authentic and... People know that life is hard and some people are like, oh no, yeah, like just stay positive and just do this and stick to this and uh, you'll be the, fine. All the cliche kind mm -hmm. of and, things. And with me, it's like I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to get organized. I'm trying to stay positive. I'm trying to do this and that, but life 
hits me. <laughs> and right. I'm just like, oh, God. Well, it's like the same with me. It's like people people look at me and they see, you know, oh, I'm a goofball. You know, I like to joke around. I'm laughing all the time and stuff like that. But, man, like, like with you, like whether it's someone being bubbly or me being, you know, just full of laughter. But that's what that's what's the outside. That's what I'm putting out because, mm-hmm. you know. I'm, that's a distraction. Like, that's my distraction for what's going on in my, behind the scenes on with me because, you know, you know, it's sometimes, you know, in my head, it's a bad freaking neighborhood, mm-hmm. you know, quoting, you know, the late great Chester. Yeah. It's like, and it's what I got to do to get through the day. And I don't know what the word is, but I'm very kind of, I don't want to say codependent, mm-hmm. but I'm like, if, if someone, whoever I'm with is having a bad day, no matter how good of a day I'm having, I instantly start getting brought down. Like, not that it's like, like their fault, but I get brought to a level. I'm like, oh, well, if you're not happy, I'm not happy. Yeah. And that's why I kind of find myself like, I'm always trying to like help people mm-hmm. and like, that, because I'm like, I don't want you to mm-hmm. like feel sad because I know what true sadness feels like and I don't wish that on anybody. So mm-hmm. it's like, that's why I'm like always like, no, 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 we're doing this. Like, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And whether. If I'm joking around, like, that's distracting me, but I'm also hopefully, like, if if, you, if I'm making you smile, okay, well, then whatever you might be going on, whatever's going on in your life, I know for a split second, I got you to forget about it, mm-hmm. you know, and that's how I kind of see, but... You know, kind of like how everybody on Instagram, they keep posting the best versions of oh, themselves. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone thinks their lives are perfect and all that. And they're like, look at me. But those, the most people, I mean, um, those people mostly who are like, they seem like they're the happiest. Those are the people that are most depressed. Because mm-hmm. they just keep hiding behind Instagram. And, just, and they kind of keep telling themselves, look, look, I am happy. Look at all these. Look, look I'm smiling. Hey, I'm at the beach. You know, yeah. YOLO and all that. But really, it's like, could you afford to be at the beach that day? Yeah. Is there a bigger price than you're letting on? You know, and are you ever going to share that? Or are you being honest with yourself? Yeah, there's times that, like, I've seen, especially, like, some of my friends that share, you know, uh, for example, one of my friends, I don't want to name any names right now. (laughs) But one of my friends, you know, that has, like, been at, you know, the hospital. Okay. And they share that part of their story, in their stories. Mm -hmm. And some people might see it like, oh, my God, they're looking for attention. But then other people are like, oh, this is how you communicate with like friends and family like maybe that person doesn't want to text every single friend like hey you know i'm at the hospital or this is happening with me right and then you know they share that and then people start asking like oh my god are you okay like what's going on and i feel that they usually just share you know those small moments or sometimes even big moments right and it's like okay cool you know some people share some people don't I personally sometimes want to share more deep things but Mm -hmm. then i have that in the back of my head of like well, I don't know if I want people asking about it or I don't know, you know, who I want to share it with. Right. With that Instagram, having those close friend things, like, I haven't really, like, played around with that, but I have seen that some of my friends have me on their close friends list Mm -hmm. and then, you know, they share more personal moments and I'm like, oh, well, that's pretty cool. You know, you get to choose who you want to share it with. Right. You get to kind of filter Mm -hmm. who you're trying to reach. And that could be a very powerful thing because we all have our... There's, there's your friends, but there, are they really your friends or your acquaintances? They may be your co-work friends or whatever. And then you have your tight circle. Everyone mm-hmm. has this circle. It could be one person. It could be three people. And using that feature, maybe that's your cir- tight circle. Mm-hmm. And 
that helps you gauge versus it, so it's not just you know one thing or another it's either all or nothing it's like okay mm-hmm. either the world needs to know that I'm in the hospital or something mm-hmm. bad is happening or just the people I trust most mm-hmm. exactly so. and I, I think that's like a really uh, one of the things like I said I haven't touched the close friends button mm-hmm. I think I only have one close friend on there Daniela but because I use that for when I record something and I save it to my story then mm-hmm. I can save it as a full video uh. <laughs> that's what I use and then there's times that I'm like Daniela here you go here's for your entertainment I'm just gonna post it on there but you're the only one that can see it and and I guess it, it, it never you know clicked until recently when I started seeing that difference between when they you know regular post and then close friend posts mm-hmm. and i'm like maybe i can use that close friends tab and you know add a couple of people that i believe are close and then maybe share an, a little bit extra like maybe a day that i'm not feeling well you know right. i have a i don't want to say like a bad day more of a cloudy day yeah <laughs> and and then that way it kind of reaches them and it's like they reach out to me and i don't feel like i'm showing the world how sad or depressed i am but it's more of like I want to share this, but I don't want to share it with the world, so I'll share it with, like, close friends. And that's one of the new things that I've been trying out, you know, ha- having an outlet, but not feeling ashamed. Because that's what I feel. Like, I feel ashamed, even though I shouldn't, of, right. like, sharing it with everybody. And then people are like, oh, my God, like, she's going through this. And it's like, well, I don't, I don't know. It's not that I'm going through it, but it's just, like, sometimes you just want to express right. it. Right. Well, outlets are absolutely essential mm-hmm. and you know we are it's time that mental health reaching out stop being so you know damn taboo because it is right um like if someone if someone has broken their arm and you see that person you're like oh what happened are you okay you know da, 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 like and everything but then we're afraid with the mental health part and part of part of that is it's deeper than that okay and unfortunately there are people out there that do lash out and just say oh get over it it's like like naturally you're like get over it you know it's not that hard how badly do you really get but Mm -hmm. here's the thing part of that is because those people who are saying that i truly believe they're just um, lashing out and reflecting what they feel mm-hmm. because they feel insecure and they're like, they see themselves and it scares them. Mm-hmm. And it's a hard thing to look into yourself. And I mean, really look into yourself. Mm-hmm. It takes, it's a big step, especially if you've never done that. And it's, it's, you have to be honest with yourself. So the thing is, is like, I used to get like kind of disgusted when people would do that, would lash out. And I'm just like, what is wrong with you? But at the same time, I'm like, oh, that, that's just telling me Mm-hmm. You're going through something. Yeah. And I don't care who you are. You could be, you know, some, you know, bad to the bone cholo. You could be <laughs> anything else. You know, maybe you, you'll never show anybody, your friends or whoever, like you're going through a tough time. But your mind, you can't escape your mind. Yeah. And it's those moments where you wake up and before you go say hi to your kids or go say hi to your mom. And you just sit there and look at the floor and you start thinking about your life. Though Everyone goes through that. Mm-hmm. and that's okay and people need to know that and so it's like that's like one of my biggest goals it's like stop the taboo like mm-hmm. mental health is a serious serious thing and maybe even more important than your physical health mm-hmm. you know kudos to like the NBA stars like DeMar DeRozan or Kevin Love who's spoken out and admitted they're like yeah 
I have really bad mental health issues, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff like that. And these guys are champions and yeah. stuff like that. And it's like, and I was like so happy that they did that because it's like now all the fans could be like, oh, like it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it's, uh, I think it's a really big and great thing to normalize yes. mental <laughs> you yes. know, health problems. Like, like everybody goes through it. Everybody goes through something. Yes. And it's harder to hide it instead of being able to express it, you know, and then know that other people are going through the same thing or can help you and be like, oh, I've been through it similar or even just to listen or to be support you know not everybody has the answer nobody's looking for answers all the time mm-hmm. i feel like sometimes i talk to my friends and i tell them what goes on in my life and sometimes they don't know what to say and i'm like it's okay you don't have to solve my problems it's just nice to like have an outlet or Get like it talk out. about it yeah yeah and and i feel like even with this podcast as well like i know i can open myself a little bit more and talk about you know uh, experiences from before or even now what I'm going through and then kind of connect with other you know people mm-hmm. especially when I want to target like foster youth trying to help them out you know trying to tell them like hey like I went through this and look at me now I might not be <laughs> a millionaire a big star or everything that I expected to be at this age but I'm still here I'm still you know fighting I'm still surviving and I think even with um, doing, you know, the website and having, like, a blog, Mm -hmm. like, I've been trying to share my experiences through there. Mm -hmm. And not necessarily, like, a journal of, like, oh, yeah, today I did this. It's more of, like, I went through this and this is what happened and this is my experience and I hope it helps. And hopefully that also makes people want to reach out, you know, to the podcast and share their own experiences as well. Because that's one of the things that I've been trying to, um, you know, have a, would you call it, like, collaborate into or no i want to be able to open the mind of everybody to be like this is mental health not just for me but like for everybody else of like you know other people are going through this and it can also connect to other listeners you know so having people write in you know or even to express anonymously it doesn't have to be be interactive so yeah and it's it's a very good idea because honestly it's like one it's helping you because you're able to have your outlet and put out there, put, put whatever you're going through out there. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's like, it's a, it gives a, an opening to people out there listening a way to have their own outlet with no strings attached, no fear of judgment mm-hmm. because look, we're most likely never going to meet them face to face. Like it's okay to just be free. Mm-hmm. It's just like, just let it out. We're not here to judge you. You know, I mean, we're here to help. We're we're either here to maybe offer up a solution Mm -hmm. or we're here to just be an ear. Mm -hmm. You know, hey, this is what's what's going on. I did this. This is how I reacted. Is this, has anyone else dealt with this? Mm -hmm. And sometimes that is a big deal. But I think the the word I would like to circle, at least tonight, is outlet. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because so many people don't give themselves outlets and that is like 99% of the problem I am like the queen of bottling up emotions <laughs> like I store up until I'm like probably this full and then I just scream into a pillow <laughs> for like 20 minutes after I cannot hold it in anymore and and I know that's bad and I know I need an outlet <laughs> <laughs> well there, there's an outlet your pillow's the outlet <laughs> okay little pillow just 
The important thing is that you got it out. Mm -hmm. Okay, so look, I'm going to... Who knows who's going to be listening to this, but I'm going to throw myself out there, okay? Um, uh, a couple days ago, um, I was like... I, I noticed, I was like, man, I'm getting a little more irritable. Like, I'm, I, I've been a little bit more irritable lately, like, and less thing. I'm like, you know what? I haven't hit my punching bag in a while. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, I should get, I should do that. I have some time. You know, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to work on technique or whatever. So I put on some music and I'm like, okay, we're just jabbing. We're just jabbing. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I was like, okay, next song. Next thing you know, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to hit a little harder. I'm starting to hit a little harder. Okay, next song. The music starts, the music Dude, starts getting more it gets, intense. It gets more intense, all right? And then next thing I know, I am beating the hell out of this damn thing. And I'm just going and I'm, I realized that I am tapped into this feeling or this mode where I've now, like, hit raw Ryan. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I just, something in me just went, you know what? Like, something, like, just clicked. and was just like, you know what? You've been keeping some stuff hit under the hood. Yeah. And we're about to peel you open like a onion. <laughs> and so I just went, and I just started going. I just, I bumped up the music, and I just started going as hard to the point where my arm, like, my body did not want to do it anymore. Yeah. But I just kept just kept pushing and my arms were like lead and then I'm sweating and then I was like okay I can't lift my arms anymore I was like you know what though we're here we're doing this what else can I get out oh okay and then I put on the next song and next thing I know you know I'm an artist so I you know I start singing along with these with these songs and I'm just like I'm putting on some Lincoln Park and I'm just just literally like puking the words out yeah and I just go deeper deeper anywhere from my anxiety to frustrations with past people all the way down to like where I just had no energy anymore and I just was like okay what else I'm like digging I'm like what else is in there and I'm like and then I went to like grieving for my you know my late mother mm -hmm. and stuff and by the end of it I was like sweating and tearing but holy cow I could take deep breaths again mm -hmm. and I didn't even realize it like I was just like you know I was just like wow, like, I feel, like, open yeah. and, like, cleaned out. Like, you released it all. And it's like, like you were saying, it's like, you just start bottling stuff up. Mm -hmm. And I didn't, and I don't realize how much I bottle up, because I do it subconsciously. Okay, and people need to realize that. You bottling stuff up isn't just, <laughs> isn't just, like, no, I don't want to talk about that, I'll handle it on my own. Mm -hmm. Or I'll think about it some <laughs> other time. Mm -hmm. That's, that's one form of bottling way, yeah but you'll do it subconsciously just a mere like okay that's probably that's fine you know hey yeah. let me go concentrate on this mm -hmm. okay that's fine okay hey, let me go concentrate on this and then it just keeps building yeah but you don't give yourself an outlet next thing you know you're screaming in a pillow for you know, 20 minutes <laughs> for 20 or minutes. <laughs> you're singing it to the punching bag. <laughs> right, you know, after beating it up. <laughs> after beating it up, and then you're like, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, it's you can't let yourself boil to that point. Yeah. It's literally like a volcano. Mm -hmm. It's literally like, you know, shaking a bottle of soda. It's going to get out. It's going to do it for you. Yeah. And it's going to do it in a way where you can't control it, and it starts affecting other people. Mm -hmm. And they don't deserve that. And it, you owe it to yourself to not put yourself or anyone else in that horrible per situation, mm -hmm. and, you know, and it sneaks up on you. That's why I want to circle, underline the word outlet people, <laughs> find your outlet. 
and it can be anything. It doesn't have to be automatically punching a bag or screaming into a pillow. Like some people Make sure have you're like, punching a bag. <laughs> right, yeah. Make sure no walls, no people, yeah, please. Yeah, don't hurt your hands, please. <laughs> no, but I know other people like could, you know, go for a run, go hiking outside, you know, to get some fresh air or even, you know, drawing, painting your emotions out. Like there's so many different outlets out there that can release. And sometimes like, for example, me, there's times that I like to write mm -hmm. and since I was younger like I would I guess journal keep a little journal and just kind of write feelings at times mm -hmm. and then even if I don't tell that person like oh you know today I had a bad day with this person or like this happened with this person even though I don't communicate it to that person it's still kind of like releasing it and letting it out yeah and when you say like oh bottling up you know feelings could be different layers Just different ways yeah like, like passive i want i would say the word passive like you're mm -hmm. passively bottling things up. yeah and and most of the time it could be because you're saying like oh it's it's fine like i'll figure it out later or i'll see what happens with this and i think i do that a lot with people or especially like people close to me mm -hmm. when you know something bad happens or something um disappointing happens most of the time <laughs> but it it's just something that i try to keep control over it, I guess. And instead of keeping that control, I'm bottling it up. Like I'm thinking like, oh, it's it's fine. Like if I control my feeling about this, like it's I'm not even gonna think about it anymore, right, you know? Right. And or if I don't um, react to it at that moment, like it, it's gonna go away. I'm not gonna think about it or, you know, and when you say it comes back, it comes back fighting, it comes back yeah. punching. It's like po pokes you on the, on the mm -hmm. you know. Like, it's just like, like excuse me, still I'm here. still here. Like, I'm still here. You know that, right? It's getting louder. <laughs> yeah. And and I started noticing that because at first it was, my friends told me, like, you need to let it out. You need to let it out. Even if it's crying, even if it's screaming, if it's yelling, punching, like, whatever you need to do, you, you need to let it out. And I'm like, no, I'm fine. <laughs> Why do yeah. I need to let it out? I'm fine. <laughs> and then it comes to those little tiny moments. And I'll give you a perfect example. And I was with my cousin in the car mm -hmm. and then... Jordan was in the back, and I think he was, like, maybe two. And we were driving. I think we were going to the Eastlake Walmart, so we are driving that whole long way. And I am basically bottling things up from I don't know when. And some small things happen. I think I opened the water bottle and gave it to Jordan. Obviously, he's small. He's not going to, you right. know, do it. But I guess he put it to the side and it fell uh -oh. and it made a whole mess and it's just water and it and broke me down i'm like <laughs> sobbing and my cousin turns to me and she's like are you okay and she's like it's just water and i'm like yeah it's just water <laughs> but in reality it was everything else it was everything else yeah that was going on and then that one little tiny thing cracked me it's the straw that broke the camel's back yeah and so after that time i was like okay like that was because it was really intense like i mean i didn't want to scare my kid because i'm like he didn't do anything bad like yeah he's a kid he's two-year-old right. he dropped water it's water it's fine it's gonna dry you know let alone it wasn't coffee but <laughs> it, it just broke me down yeah. and i think from then on i started doing a little bit of outlet here and there but i still haven't found that release mm -hmm. i see I keep telling myself like, oh, like with doing exercise, like I have, you know, done a couple of exercises here and there at home, but it's not enough for the release. Right. And then I mentioned to you, like, I need to buy a punching bag too. <laughs> and I'm like, maybe that's going to be enough. And in the community where I live, they hung a bag in the back of one of the trees. Uh -huh. And I passed by the other day, I was going around the garden and I, <laughs> I punched it a couple of times. <laughs> 
And I was like, oh, this is nice. And I walked away and I felt like I came back and I punched it a couple more times. You know, like, yeah. Yeah, like I punched it and then I walked away and I was like, that wasn't enough. And I walked back to it and I went, da, da, da. I was like, that felt good. And and then um, I talked to one of the neighbors that hung up, hung it up and he was like, yeah, I can give you some lessons if you want. And I'm like, I just want to know. Right? I'm like, I just want to know that if it's okay if I could use it. And he's like, yeah, that's why I hung it up in the back. Like, so anybody can use it, you know, just sanitize it, obviously, and all that. And I'm like, oh, okay, I just wanted to make sure, you know, if I break it, I'm sorry. No, I'm just kidding. But, but I really appreciated that, too, because... Um, since I told you that I wanted to buy a punchy bag, I'm like, they just hung one in the back and he just said I could use it. I'm gonna start wrapping my arms with those. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Or my hands. If it's a heavy bag, you need to be proper because you can really hurt yourself. Yeah, because it doesn't it doesn't bounce back. (laughs) It doesn't bounce back. It doesn't budge and you'll go crunch. (laughs) Yeah, but but I'm like hopefully hopefully that helps me out. Yeah. And I just learned about that bag this week actually. Like I like I said, I walked around and I saw it. So I was like, finally. So hopefully that's going to help. And I'll give you an update on that next time. <laughs> to, but to I thought it was... continued on that. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was really cool because I kept telling myself, like, I'm going to buy a punchy bag or I need a punchy bag, like, for my backyard, you know, and just kind of be back there and beating, beating it up. Absolutely. And mean, then now there's one hung up. So I'm like, oh, hello it's there. <laughs> yeah. So, and I feel like it's because I'm for me, it's a lot of frustration and a lot of anger. So I know that I need to punch something, or I know that I like even going for a run. Like, yeah, I know running because I really like running. I did cross country in high school, and then now I haven't found the time for it. But I know making time for things, you know, prioritizing, mm-hmm. and that's could be one of my outlets as well. And I've gone for a run here and there around like my neighborhood, but I don't. I don't like it. I guess I like running in nature because of cross country. Yeah. So I've been going to like War Park. Okay. And like I'll just go running there. Those used to be, I think, the um, like scrimmages or whatever we had with like the cross country. Oh, okay. We did little tiny ones. And yeah. I got used to it there. But but I think running and punching are my two outlets right now that have been helping me out. You know, I feel like I run away from my problems. Maybe that's why. Maybe. I mean, it's one of... <laughs> So the the key there is like let's 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 analyze punching right now. The key to like things like punching a punching bag is it's not going anywhere and you are free to go as far as you want. Mm-hmm. And the I think the key is and it's not just about an outlet for getting your, you know, getting all that crap out of you. You can for anybody, you can put a face to the bag. <laughs> you can put, you know, not not to get morbid, but like, you know what I mean? But, you know, like Don't mind someone that's, <laughs> you know, bugging you and stuff like that. Like the bag is that's what it's there for. And you just let it out. Now, the other thing it can do is quiet your mind. You know, people mm-hmm. like like with me is, you know, like I have social anxiety and you start your the noise just builds and builds and builds in your head. It's like that part in Bruce Almighty when you know he's ignoring everyone's prayers and everyone's voices yeah. start clouding his ears. It's literally like that. It's just mm-hmm. noise. If you it part of the exercise, whether it's running, cross country, I actually recommend doing it in nature because light pollution and us being surrounded in cement <laughs> is not natural yeah. for human beings. True. So being in nature actually <laughs> helps um, people mentally. I believe, mm-hmm. but. It's pushing your body, exercising your physical health and pushing yourself. Let me tell you something. If I burn myself out on a, on a heavy bag, whoever was bugging me, whoever ticked me off that day 
or whatever's been going on, I don't give a damn anymore mm-hmm. at the end because I am tired. I'm burnt. My mind's just like, Shh, excuse me, bye. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's like, who is this person? Who is so and so who mm-hmm. decided to cut me off at the intersection? Who is so and so who decided to tell me how to do live my life? Yeah. Doesn't matter anymore. What seemed to matter a lot at the time, especially if you're an Aries, especially at the time. <laughs> I don't mean me, me and Laura over here we're covering like, ourselves. Uh... <laughs> it you really start to realize that's not a big deal and they're barely a part of your life mm-hmm. and they are not worth the time. And uh, I want to bring up one of the quotes that one of my former coworkers when I used to work at a golf course, he was a very like zenny yoga mm-hmm. kind of guy. He was a yoga instructor too. But he told me one thing because one person ticked me off that day and he pulled me aside. He's like, Ryan, never resonate with the enemy because mm. as soon as you do, the enemy's winning. Mm-hmm. So that helped me because I would tell myself that because let's say someone at work keeps bugging the heck out of you. Someone at work decide, you know, everyone has that one person who decides they know it all and they know your life. Mm-hmm. Instead of giving so much attention to that person and letting that person into your mind so much, you need to decide that that person doesn't deserve your yeah. space. They are literally 0.1% of your life. Mm-hmm. And what they say really doesn't have any bearing or affects, affects you mm-hmm. and your things. You know, you still got your family. You still got your close friends. Yeah. You still got your whole life ahead of you. That person mm-hmm. is just noise. And so remember that. Don't resonate with them because guess what? They're winning. They mm-hmm. want you to think about them. Yeah. I do want to um, get, you said you write a little bit or like uh, you used mm. to journal yeah. and things like that. And I remember in one of the previous episodes, I, it might've been with Sam, um, the first episode mm-hmm. that you guys were talking about, uh, journaling or writing it down and how sometimes it doesn't really, um, work for some people and they kind of, it, and some people think there's only one way to journal Oh yeah. and they, and then not. they dismiss it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, nah, there's let, a lot. Of there's, different ways. there's different ways you there's can do it. There's dear diary. <laughs> <laughs> There's today, I woke up. Captain's log, start eight. Right? Yeah, no, it's because there definitely is a lot of different ways to journal. There's days, I remember when I was in eighth grade. I mean, I've liked to write since I was young. Mm-hmm. And I really started doing that journaling. Um, I, think, I think it was seventh or eighth grade. I'm not, I don't know. Point is, it was an English class. Mm-hmm. And every day we would start the class with a writing prompt. Okay. Didn't matter what it was. It was just a random, you know, the teacher would put it up on the board. You would get in, you open your journal and just write. You could write three pages, half a page, two sentences, whatever you came up with. As long as you got even if, Yeah. Even if it, you would started writing about the prompt mm-hmm. and then went into like a whole different thing, it was fine. Like it was creative writing, you know, just kind of write, but right. start with this or if you don't want to, didn't matter. And I got so into them. I guess my teacher would like read them and he didn't really grade them for like a grade. It was more of like that you were actually doing an exercise or you're writing about something and okay. I just like writing the same word over and over again. Yeah. And I remember that by the end of the um, the end of the year, I received a book from my teacher. And I was like, what is this? And he was like, this is the book that I use to put the writing prompts on there. And it was like 365 days of writing prompts. I mean, that's what the book was called. 
And I was like, oh, okay. He goes, yeah, like, I, when I would read your journal, he's like, I was really invested in, like, the things that you wrote. He's like, because sometimes it was about the prom and sometimes it was just, like, me kind of writing whatever I wanted. And he was like, I think you would quite enjoy this. And I was like, oh, thanks. And he wrote in, like, a little, like, note. And then my other teacher from next door also wrote another um, little note. And I was like, that was nice, you know? Like, it was, it was a nice present. And it also introduced me into, like, writing. And so I've, I've done writing here and there. I have so many journals that I start and then I lose them and then I start another one and then I find the other one. You know, I go back and forth, but sometimes I'm like, okay, this one's going to be about my emotions and like what I really don't want to tell people and what I actually feel. And so it's like a, you know, dark notebook or something. <laughs> it's just like a black notebook, like black, like my soul. <laughs> And then there's, like, a colorful one. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to write the happy days in here. Or, like, the happy moments, you know? Like, sometimes I just write down random ideas, mm -hmm. things that I want to do in the future. I would like to do this. I would like to do that. Uh, it, it, it just depends on my mood. But it is an outlet that I have, I guess, that either it's my feelings, if it's my goals, if it's... You know, like I said, happy days, <laughs> like whatever it is. I even started a journal for Jordan when he, um, when I was pregnant of him, mm -hmm. I bought a book and it's called, um, there's always a silver lining. And I think I had mentioned it to you because of when I wanted to start the podcast, we were trying to figure out a title. Yeah, I was like, wow, that, that went full circle. <laughs> yeah. So that was why I wanted to do the silver lining kind of on the podcast yeah. because I mean, there's always a silver lining, you know, yeah. to where bad there's good and what's good there's bad and there's also i've been watching a lot of tv shows because that kind of i mean old tv shows that i've already watched but i never finished like okay. the seasons so they're not even on air anymore but i'm just you know watching them uh -huh. and in one of them um it's i don't exactly remember the quote right now and i wish i would have written it down but it basically says how things always have to be in the middle like no matter how good things are going or how bad things are going, everything always goes back to the middle, to like something steady. Mm -hmm. You know, when things are not so bad, but they're not so good. It's just kind of, you know, you're kind of writing through life. Yeah. And it made me realize that a lot of times, like, when I really have bad days, I journal more than when I have, like, good days. And it's more because I'm enjoying the life. I'm actually living in that, you know, moment. Yeah. And then with um, writing down, like, my feelings, it's more of like my therapy of because I don't like expressing myself to friends because I feel like it's an extra weight on them or even when mm. you know yeah like I, sometimes they feel like oh my god like poor Laura like she goes through this and then she goes through this and then she goes through this and then people want to help me or like reach out and I'm like oh no like I sometimes I just want you to listen <laughs> sometimes yeah. I just need to talk about it and at times I feel bad so I'm just like I'm just gonna write in my journal you know today was a bad day <laughs> and thank you you know but but I think that if if you find the right um how would you, I would just say, because I don't want to say, like, find the right book on, like, prompts. But, like, if when people want to write or begin to use journaling, mm -hmm. you know, there's no right or wrong way. But starting with writing prompts, I think, helps you into that journal to see what journaling could be about, you know, and without having it to be like, oh, it has to be about a specific way or right. a certain outline. It doesn't have to be Dear Diary. Mm -hmm. It yeah. doesn't have... Journaling, literally, as cliche as it sounds, could be whatever you make it. Mm -hmm. It could be doodling. Mm -hmm. It's just a way to get what's inside out. out. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't have to be Dear Diary. Um, I know some. I'm, I know someone who I will not name, but they expressed to me that they like to write poems. Oh, okay. And they would just write poems of whatever they're feeling at the moment. And this person was going through some serious dark times. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she would just write poems, and then what she would do is she, for whatever reason, what it did for her, but she would take out what she felt inside, put it in a poem, and then she, when she was done reading it, she would burn it. Mm, okay. And that's... And that's just how she got things out. Mm-hmm. And that's an outlet. That's one way you can do it. You can do poems. I've written letters and burned them. Okay. Yeah, I've done that plenty of times. <laughs> just kind of written a letter. I've actually written letters to myself as well. Oh, yeah? Like, kind of telling me, like, girl, get your, your stuff together. <laughs> get, your stuff together. <laughs> get, your, get your stuff, put it in a backpack, and get it together. No, I, I have I've written letters to my mom, to my brothers, to my grandma, to my dad. Like, I guess when I was younger, I, yeah, I, I went through a phase where I wrote letters and then I didn't want to deliver them. I just burned them and it felt like a release of yeah, like see, letting it something out. Something about that. Yeah. And, and, and some, if that helps you, my, my sole goal for at least one person out there is if that helps you do it. Because you gotta get it out. It's not the fire sign in us. <laughs> I know, right? It's not the fire sign. I started, so I started, I got I got this journal. No one's can see it, but I got it. <laughs> um, I got this journal a long time ago. And back when my grandfather passed away, I, I don't even remember why I got this journal. Um, it was my mom recommended me getting a journal. Mm-hmm. And I remember... Like, my grandfather was, like, he was the only one I called hero. Like, he, and he passed away, and he passed away right around when I first met, you know, now my wife. Mm-hmm. And at, at some point, my my mom and my stepdad one time, because I was just like, man, sometimes I wish I could just talk to, oh, I was going to join the Navy. Oh, I was planning okay. on joining the military, mm-hmm. and my grandfather was, like, a 21-year vet. Wow. And I was like, and I remember just going, I wish I could talk to him. You know, I wish I could talk to him and get his guidance and advice about this. Because mm-hmm. he would know. And the, f- I never expected this to come out of my mom or my stepdad's mouth. But they were like, try to. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? And, uh, and then so I got, I then decided to pick up this journal and I decided to start trying to write a letter, treat it as writing a letter to my grandfather mm-hmm. and talking. And then it just started out by like just talking about what was going on because we had just found out that, you know, I was going to have, you know, my son, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I was going through a bunch of stuff and I was like super lost. Like, what am I going to do? Because I'm so not ready. Mm-hmm. And I would just start doing that. And so sometimes it's journaling is writing a letter to an idol to someone who maybe not be not with you anymore. Mm-hmm. It's something to connect. And if it's whatever it means to you, that didn't last very long for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, I, 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 it just, I didn't have the steam to keep going, but I'm a very musical person. So like I said before, that one person would write poems what I did was I just started, you know, writing songs. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, there's that saying, you know, music is what feelings sound like. Well, at the same time, your writing transitioned into writing songs too. Yes, that's true. It started. Mm -hmm. It started like with your traditional kind of journaling. Journaling. And how can I make this more meaningful? Mm -hmm. I was like, well, what am I going to turn this book? I just got this book. I was like, what am I going to do with it? Yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm going to get into a songbook. There you go. And it was kind of like lighthearted. I was like, I just might get into a songbook. Mm -hmm. And then I started writing, you know, just random things. I have these little like half little things in here. Mm -hmm. But then, um, then there, there came a point where like, I think I remember like once I started writing a song and I had the music in my head of how I would like it to sound like, then I switched it to like a new gear. And next thing I know, I got through a whole page in a blink of an eye. Started writing these songs about how I, f at whatever I felt in the moment. Some of them like were pretty like just bare bones. Mm -hmm. You know, it could be as low as like, you know, you know, you know, life sucks, life sucks, <laughs> you know, whatever. But it's like a start. Yeah. But then my, like, like you pointed out, like my writing, my journaling evolved into songwriting. Mm -hmm. My songwriting further evolved. Mm -hmm. And when I would fin, I started noticing when I would finish writing a song, the amount of release that came with that was so substantial. Because I don't know why. It's like, I don't know about you Harry Potter fans out there. People. <laughs> um, but it's like, you know, if you remember, I forgot which movie it was, but it's like where Dumbledore, like, he, he takes his m memories out oh, of his head. Yeah, I think it's from The Half-Blood Prince. Yeah, he takes his memories out of his head, like, with his wand, and they're like this, like, like stringy kind of thing. That's literally what it's like for me. Mm-hmm. With my feelings when I'm writing a song, it's like I'm taking it out and putting it on paper. Mm. And it's the only way I can do it. Mm -hmm. Whether me talking about it versus me talking about it, writing it, regular journal, it doesn't do it for me. Mm -hmm. It has to, I have to reach that raw emotion inside. And we all have it. There's a point in time where you'll tap that raw emotion whether some people call it your soul, some people call it your spirit. <laughs> I don't have a soul. <laughs> yeah. This is your raw, you know, that yeah. raw part of you mm -hmm. where you are like, this is literally like unmasking everything. And this is pure Laura. This is pure Ryan. Mm -hmm. Music for me and writing is the only way I can tap into that and yeah. get it out. And it's like the bridge mm -hmm. and to get the energy from that across to the real world, yeah. you know, to the outside. And, and that's the best kind of music because we have so much music that really touches us too. From yeah. Like our favorite artists. Well, and that's, and, and this is what I want to encourage people. And this is why I wanted to talk to you about us. More often than not, I'm every person I know mm -hmm. loves music in some yeah. sort of way. And because it touches you in some sort of way, it it goes through you like energy. You know, it's 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 like a drug. You know, it gets you involuntarily beat bobbing your head, mm -hmm. you know, tapping your foot, wherever it goes. You start singing. Like I don't like if you if people at work would just be like, Ryan, sing. I'd be like, uh, excuse me. No, thank you. I'm, I'm out of here. But I have my music going on. It just comes out and it just happens. Yeah. You know, 
something is very special about that. And the fact that, and it's so powerful that it taps into you. I remember, I think I shared a post to the Fostering Growth um, uh, Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I, I remember because I, I, I was cleaning the house and a song came on that I haven't heard in mm -hmm. years. And uh, literally I stopped what I was doing mm -hmm. and I swear it would, almost felt like the scenery around me changed. Because it was <laughs> like bringing me literally back okay. to back how I felt when I would listen to this song. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, what other thing has that kind of power? Where you just hear it and the world stands still for a second. Yeah. And it brings you back to any kind of memory you can think of. It connects it to that. Mm -hmm. There is that. It's powerful to do that. It's powerful enough to heal. Mm -hmm. It's like... It's almost like the more you think about it, you're like, man, why don't people talk more about this? Like, it's crazy, mm -hmm. like, what music can do. Yeah. So what I would like to encourage people is if regular journaling isn't doing it for you, if maybe you can't afford a punching bag, mm -hmm. maybe you can't, maybe it's not safe to go running outside. Mm -hmm. That's all right. There are other things you can do mm -hmm. to get that outlet. For me... It's music. And for a lot of artists out there, it could be painting. Mm -hmm. You know, it could be, you know, your classic art of painting. It could be sculpting. It mm -hmm. could be, it could be anything. Crafting, making things. Exactly. Yeah. You are, it's the form, you are learning how to bridge your inside world and to get whatever you need to get out, out of you. Mm -hmm. Instead of you just being a shell. Because mm -hmm. then if you are just a shell, well, then you're going to start to deteriorate involuntarily. And then that's when the bad stuff happens. Oh, and yeah. that's when you start thinking about things you normally wouldn't think about. Mm -hmm. And you literally hit rock bottom. You hit rock bottom. <laughs> and, the then, and then it feels like you're just, it. it's crazy. Like, you know, it, it, you hit places where you just don't have words for mm -hmm. anymore. And yeah. We all hit that point, yeah. you know, and people, it's okay. It sucks that we have, sometimes we have to get to that point mm -hmm. to wake up yeah. and go, wait a minute. Because then once you hit that point, you have a fork in the road. Mm -hmm. You have a choice. You have a choice of going, wait a minute, I hate this feeling and I'm going to do something about it for my sake for my family's sake, for my friend's sake, there's something that I could do here, you know? And those are sometimes those people who do post on Instagram. Mm -hmm. It's not that they're looking for attention. That's them reaching out. Mm -hmm. That's them having the courage to go. Sometimes that's them having the courage to go, I need help. Mm -hmm. Because it's so hard to ask for help to sometimes. Ask. Yeah. And so that's what that could be. And you don't know. A lot of people, it's like that. A lot of people start thinking like, oh, this person, I got this person figured out. You know, once they act a certain way for one day, maybe they're having a bad day, mm -hmm. you know, and they're like, oh, well, I figured you out. You know, you're a jerk. Mm -hmm. Okay. First of all, <laughs> there's 20 something odd years of experiences that you have no clue about. Mm-hmm. 
And this is why they say, you know, be kind always because you just don't, don't know. know. Yeah. You don't know that there's 20 years, maybe there's 20 years of abuse. Mm-hmm. You don't know, like in your case with your, with what your history with your family and going through the foster system. Mm-hmm. You don't know, like if you've had, you know, in my case, you know, been abandoned by multiple people that were extremely close, whether it was their fault of their own or not. Mm-hmm. You just don't know. You don't have people figured out. Yeah. And we need, I think, if everyone would take a step back and acknowledge, like, hey, there might be something deeper going on here, honestly, the the world be a better place. Oh, definitely. You know. Who are talking about the world being a better place? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other thing. Right? No, it's because it's true. Like, if people actually did, you know, put themselves on other people's shoes, you know. I think there's, like, a quote that says, like, you, you know, uh, take a couple steps in my shoes or like, you know, or put yourself in some other people's shoes and like walk. Like maybe you're not even going to make it a mile in their shoes. Like you don't know oh, what yeah. they're going through and you don't even know. Or like if they are going through something, you're like, oh, that's fine. Like if that was happening to me, like I would I would do this. And it's like you don't know until you get to that point what you would do. You right. can't you can't just say like oh if I was them I would do this and like things would get better. And it's like no because I mean at the same time maybe they have tried to make it better but you don't know the whole story. And I think with me when I share things too, I know people would tell me like oh like well I think you should do this. And I try not to tell them anything about like don't tell me what to do right. because I know they do it on a good intention. But there's times that they tell me, like, you should just do this. You should just do that. And in my head, I'm like, girl, I wish I could. (laughs) I really wish I could just cut them off. Or I really wish I could just do this, but I can't. You know, it it goes deeper than that. And sometimes people don't share how bad or or how much they are going through. Even just mentioning, like, oh, you know what? Like, I'm going through this because of, I mean, I don't know. Like, my mom is sick and, you know, things... Things are just not good at the, at the house. But it could be, you know, a lot of other different things. You know, it could be worse or it could be like, oh, yeah, you know, my mom's just sick and, you know, yeah. things are going bad. Like, you never know exactly behind the scenes of the things people go through. And it's it really sucks when people are judgmental or they're just like, oh, like, look at them being like that. And I guess that's kind of how it feels with my life. I mean, you know, you know, because I've shared a lot more now, but my life is like a little roller coaster, but Mm -hmm. sometimes it goes down, 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 down. Yeah, it just keeps dropping. Yeah, and and it's hard to lift myself back up from that or to keep myself up because it's like you you get up and it beats you back down. And then you get up and it beats you back down. Yeah. And, And so when I share it with you guys, it's like, I'm going through this and... You guys listen. You guys don't tell me what to do. You guys don't tell me, well, I would do this. Like, it's more of like, well, you're going through this, but hey, like, I know you can do it. Like, it's fine. We're here to support whatever you need right right here. And that makes me so much, like, feel so much better than for somebody to be like, oh, my God, I got you. You know what you got to do? You got to do this, 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 and this, you know? Because, like, I don't know. 
I, I don't like telling people what to do, especially like with my brothers. They told me that I'm bossy because I tell them what to do. Mm. But I'm like, no, it's more of the experience that I've had yeah. compared to yours. I'm like, I'm not saying that this is what you have to do, but I'm giving you that advice of what to do. You know, there's a difference between giving advice and telling people like, if you would do this, it would be right. better. Right. You know? But yeah, I have to, you know, it's something I had to work on a lot. It's like my the way my mind works, mm -hmm. it's like if there's a problem, and I think this is a lot of guys. <laughs> if there's if there's a problem, the first thing I want to do is fix it. So there isn't a problem anymore. So that's mm -hmm. just how we naturally mm -hmm. are, yeah. right? And I was one of those people who was like, well, listen, you got you should do this, you should do that. Because mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm like, okay, you're hurting. We got to get this to stop. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? Because I can't have you hurting. You know what I mean? It's like mm -hmm. one of those things where it's just like, look, it's, I have a history of like, you know what? If I, if I don't really know you, I can care less mm -hmm. about what, what's going what's on with going you on. or who you are. But yeah. if you're my friend, I'm like, okay, I'm going into battle with you and mm -hmm. we're going to, you know, we're taking down the world. You know exactly. what I mean? Kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So it's like. I instantly jump into this, like, I used to instantly jump into this, like, uh, you know, like, nosedive out of the sky to, mm -hmm. like, try to, like, correct a bunch of things. Yeah. Now, part of that, and this goes back to what we were saying when people bottle things up, is, uh, and Laura's very uh, sheepish right here. What? Uh, <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> people out there. I've done this, and you might subconsciously be doing this. You concentrate on everyone else's problems so you don't have to concentrate on your own. Shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> no, and it's funny you say that because earlier I remembered um, of when... Well, it's an Alice in Wonderland quote where it's like, I often like give advice, but or no, I do solemnly giving advice but often I don't like follow it my, yeah. myself and I do that a lot like I want to help people and I give them advice or I you know I try to be supportive or yeah. even those like affirmation of for them like it's okay things are okay like I'm here and but then I don't do that for myself or I yeah. don't follow my own advice and then that's also kind of like a bad for me like in, in my <laughs> you know in my, <laughs> in my experience yeah. you know bringing that up it's like like I, I, you've tried to help me so many times. I mean, you actually, you've helped me. I don't want to say you tried because you have helped me and Tony has helped me too, you know? And even when we spend time together, when we go to the zoo, you know, even being here at dinner. At Tony's your house, my wife, by the way. Tony's yeah. my wife. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it, it's like, I just, it's nice to be around you guys because you guys don't necessarily are solving my problems and not necessarily I'm not leaving my problems behind but I'm able to talk to you about things right. that I've gone through and then still have that good time and that good talk and then get at something out of it from it you know right. and it, it doesn't mean that you solved my problem but talking with you you know especially like it's it's like oh you I can tell that you always want to help and you're always trying to find that solution but sometimes it's like oh it's not about finding a solution. It's just about like, you know, hanging out and talking. And, and, yeah. and that's why I'm like, it's, it's nothing that you do something bad. I, you, the way you react to things is, you know, your own personal way. Yeah. And so when I say about um, me 
not wanting to or like not saying like oh like if i would do this or if you do that you know you telling me you have to do this or do that no it's more of like i react to it this way and you react to it that way but it still works you know right so when so what i would do what i have started doing and how i've changed how i used to nosedive like that mm -hmm. is first i would stop and identify is 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 okay like for you for example it's like is laura looking for a solution mm -hmm. that's what i need to stop and take a step back is she looking for a solution right now or is she just trying to get this out mm -hmm. and um i know um one of our good friends she she sent me a post one time saying you know it's like things would be uh, or no it was a story like so, uh, it was the story of this couple on this um this husband was saying before my uh, wife would start ranting or telling me what happened at work or whatever, mm. the first thing I would say is stop. Oh. Do you want a solution or do you just want me to hear you out? Mm -hmm. And she was like, my wife would tell me, oh, I just want to be heard out. Yeah. Then I knew what to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because, and if everybody would, you, you, you do that. Now I started taking that upon myself. Anybody mm -hmm. who's like, comes to me and I don't know, I have this weird effect on people where, I don't know what it is. I, I, if it's just the vibe I give off or whatever, but mm -hmm. more often than not, even if I barely know someone, they just start letting it out. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, um, I thought we were just at where Queens is <laughs> next thing I know I'm learning what's going on. And right. I'm like, Whoa, all right. <laughs> like, not that I'm like, like, okay, if you're comfortable with that, yeah. but like it just happens. And I've had to Take a step back and like, is this And not person... want to dive into every single yes. person's and, life. <laughs> and some people, like, yeah, you know, you got to... First of all, you need to focus on yourself <laughs> and put yourself... Because guess what? If you don't mm -hmm. take care of yourself, how are you going to take care of your family or your friends? Mm -hmm. Because guess what? Your friends, I'm assuming, this is an assumption, care for you too. Mm -hmm. So if you are mis... If you're malnourishing yourself and neglecting yourself that's just that's not good for anybody and nobody wants to wants you to suffer mm -hmm. you know what i mean so that this kind of goes but now i'm getting tangled here Sorry. but this um this goes back to like what i was saying it's like i used to try to be a part of everybody else's issues and help them so i didn't have to focus on myself mm -hmm. because it was too uncomfortable for me mm -hmm. And it's like, uh, you know, it's like that saying, it's like, before you try to clean everyone else's room up first, yeah. check if your room's clean. <laughs> so, but yeah, like, like with you, it's just like, okay, is Laura looking for a solution? <laughs> or does she need to be heard out? And there's been times where I've just, I've gotten better at picking and choosing when to offer up solutions or when things like that, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes it's awkward for me because if I just go... Yeah. yeah like for me i'm like i i feel like personally i'm like i'm not giving you Enough. anything mm -hmm. yeah but it's like no like you're saying that's all you need that's mm -hmm. what you're looking for i am giving you what you want you know your friends are giving you what you want if they just listen mm -hmm. and oh and just to know that there's something powerful when you have that friend just to know where you can just like you know basically show them your guts and be like look this is what's going on and it's terrible mm -hmm. and you know this is how I feel and you know you're in tears knowing that friend is just gonna go okay and still be there and not not judge you mm -hmm. knowing trusting that friend to not judge you mm -hmm. trusting that friend to just go 
it's okay. Is there anything I can do to help you? Is there something you're looking for? And for people who do want to help people, that's a key thing to think about. Does this person want your solutions? Or is this person just looking for your ear? Mm -hmm. And if they're just looking for your ear, guess what? All you got to do is sit there and listen. And you are doing the world for them. Because mm -hmm. it really does. And stuff like that. Yeah. So, there's there right there is a bunch of different ways you can get an outlet out. Mm -hmm. And there's ways for you to be a more positive and um, let's say a productive outlet for maybe someone else that you care for. Mm -hmm. Let's say some, if you're a husband out there and your wife is going through a lot of hard times and you just don't know what to do. Let me tell you, it's a terrible, horrible, horrible feeling when your loved one, you know, your other half is hurting and you can't do anything. Mm -hmm. It's so agonizing mm -hmm. and you just feel like you got to do something. Sometimes all you have to do is listen. Mm -hmm. And so hopefully this will help some of you guys or gals, if your significant other is just hurting, your best friend is hurting, your brother, your sister, anybody is hurting, try not to, you know, shove solutions down their throat yeah. because you're really not helping. Mm -hmm. You're filling their already complex and crowded mind up with other mm -hmm. noise. Mm -hmm. Just it, let it, them release. And sometimes it does feel like you're not... Um, making their feelings like valid because you're already finding the solutions. Right. Like, oh, like that's easy. Just do this, or like it's an easy fix. Or which something. is which is the worst thing you could mm -hmm. tell people that it's yeah. easy. And so maybe in their mind, it's like, well, like I'm going through this, and that's not a solution for me. Even yeah. though it might be a solution for you, it might not, you know, be a solution for them. Right. But at the same time, once you listen enough, then you learn to differentiate, like you right. mentioned. You know. I sometimes talk and talk and talk because <laughs> I would chatterbox with the right people. Like, Guilty. <laughs> right? Like with the right people. Yeah. And you've seen me at work sometimes that I can be very talkative or like not really talk at all or like keep yeah. to myself and just kind of do my work. And then even sometimes too, when I'm quiet, people are like, something's wrong. What's wrong? And I'm like nothing i'm just working and listening yeah. to my music you know or something or like maybe i am in my own mind you know trying to organize and plan my life because yeah. every day it seems like that but it doesn't necessarily mean like something's wrong with somebody's quiet or not like my example of being a chatterbox yeah <laughs> but other times like yeah like i i just vent like i would just talk and and say things and you know how my mind sometimes goes from one to another and yeah, the other yeah, and the yeah. other and then it's just like word vomit and then at the end of the day, I'm like, I'm so sorry, Ryan. Like, I just need to let it out. And you're like, oh, that's fine. Yeah. I I went through 23 different topics, but I let it all out, you know? <laughs> and and so that's why I'm like, yeah, sometimes I do, like, just need a friend to, like, listen. I have called my best friend at, like, 3 in the morning, 12 a.m. It doesn't matter what time. And I'm like, hi, um, I really need to just talk to somebody. And she's like, it's okay. What's up? And I'm just like, da 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 da, -da. And she's like... I, it's okay. I'm so sorry you're going through that. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go let you go back to sleep now. <laughs> Fine. You don't have to say anything, you know? And and so it makes me feel like I bother people. But then now I feel more comfortable with the selection of people to be like, oh, okay, I know I can call them or talk to them at any time. And they are actually there to listen. Right. And that goes back to what we were saying before. You got to find that, that mm -hmm. circle that yeah. you know mm -hmm. 
that they're that's what they're there for. All right. Like with you and me, you can go on for an hour about what's going on. And that's great for me because for me personally, I'm like, I take it as like, I take it as a privilege because I look at it as like, Laura trusts me enough to share this with me. Mm -hmm. And I know there's very select amount of people she does that. And that's something special. And so that's how I look at it. I don't look at it as a burden. Mm -hmm. I don't look at it quite the opposite. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's a... You're willing to go to a place with me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's 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 something special that, you know, some people should really think about. If, if someone that, if your loved one or your closest friends are coming to you like that, I, I view it personally, I truly view it as a privilege because it's, it takes a lot of strength mm-hmm. to, to do that. Like when you, uh, like when you first asked me to help you with the podcast, mm-hmm. like I already knew or had a feeling that you were kind of like a do it yourself kind of person. <laughs> I was like, and just like, let me, just tell just me like, what yeah, to do. Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. Like, and you're just like, you know what? I, I just don't, I don't need nor want anyone's help and stuff like that. And that's just what I had because I knew I was a lot less close to you back then. Mm-hmm. I was just like, and so the day you just popped up at work and you were like, Hey. <laughs> hey, by the way, uh, uh, I never asked for help, but I'm going to ask for help this time. Um, can we do this podcast together? Because I know you used to do one. Right. And I was just like, and I was just like, <laughs> who are you? I was like, uh, you want to do a podcast with me? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, and stuff. So, but yeah. you know what I mean? Like, that's a, that I was like, that's what took me back. I was like, wow, like she took a step forward. And I was mm-hmm. like. Hell yeah! And it, and it definitely, you know. honestly, I know what you mean because even with me, I it was a do it myself. I I can do this. I talked to my brother. I actually just told him too. I was like, you were supposed to be my co-host. Like you were supposed to be my co-pilot. <laughs> and then he's like, I thought we yeah. were friends, homie. <laughs> right? And he's like, uh, and I was like, well, you can be my co-host for like the foster things. You know, like at least I'll have episodes of like to talk about foster. Yeah, you, you know, have, like segments. Yeah, and I'm like, well, can you help me with that? Or you know. To like, not just a little bit, <laughs> <laughs> and so reaching out, like I mentioned to you, you know, reaching out to my friend about like the social media and yeah. like reaching out to you about editing and things like that. Like, it, I, I'm able to reach out for help a lot more often now than before, and all it took was this podcast, which is really weird. Like, you know, to take that first step. And I remember I talked to you about it, and I was like, Yeah, just tell me what to do, I'll do it. And then after a while, I was like, I can't do it by myself, <laughs> but then I was like, How do I ask for the help? Like, and I was like, you know what? Just ask. Like, just ask for it. Just be like, hey, I want to do this, but I don't think I can figure this out. Like, can you help me with that? And you were automatically on board. And I was like, okay, yes. Step one. And then as soon as I, we started getting into it yeah. and I did my first episode and then, you know, my friends started helping me. I'm like, you know what? I got this. Like, as long as I have this support circle around me, like, we can do anything. What's going to take over this? <laughs> and, and it started feeling like that. Yeah. And so... I've opened myself a lot more, even with my close friends. Like, I have my close friends, but I never even asked them for help. And it's like, okay, you know what? Like, I need to open up a little bit more. doesn't necessarily mean that I need to find a hero. It's more of like, no, everybody's here to help me and support me. Yeah. Like, take advantage of that, you know, and of like, take the actual help. And... It, it was it was a big, big, big step for me, to be honest. <laughs> but I'm really glad I did it because it's gotten us to this point, like, in our friendship and my friendship with my other friends. And then, you know, learning, even learning things about my brother that I didn't know that I'm like, what the heck? Like, 
you know, he's my brother and we didn't grow up together and we never have those talks, those right. like heart to hearts. Right. And then now having those heart to hearts and like learning more about him, like it makes me realize like, wow, like I did miss out on a lot and I don't want to miss out on anything more. Right. And so it's brought us more together, you know, with my friendship, with my brother. Like I wish I could do it with my mom, but I don't think this is the right time. <laughs> but I mean, hopefully, you know, one day because it, 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 I've realized how much this podcast have, has helped me to open up, to share and, you know, ask for help. Yeah, it's, you know, I can easily see how every episode was, you know, giving you new perspectives and just your roundtable episode, just having all your friends there and all of you taking turns diving into these subjects and answering these deep questions mm -hmm. all gave you chances to, you know, get closer and get a little stronger to understand each other a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, with your brother, understanding him a little bit more, realizing what's been missed. Mm -hmm. And now, you know, now that you're cognizant of that, you guys can work on, you know, catching up on that aspect of things. Every conversation here, and this is for anybody, it's all to help give a different perspective, help realize that, you know, no, nobody's alone in this, okay? You might be alone in your house, but there's a world of, there's a whole other world out there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the more we, it all starts with just talking about it. It all starts someone taking that step out. And, you know, I'm really happy that you decided to take this step forward. I know, definitely. And like I've mentioned to you so many times, but I really, <laughs> really appreciate all the help and support that you've given me, not just through the podcast, but like as friends. I mean, we have come such a long way from really not even, I think we started talking, you know, thanks to Sandy. I think it was mostly like from then. And then we started like really talking, yeah. like actually talking. Cause mm -hmm. I remember I met you. I was just like, I met you the most formal way possible. I was like, what is your name? My name is Laura. Laura. What is your name? My name is Ryan. Okay. We work in the same building. Building. Cool. I didn't ever see you before because you're short. One. You're, <laughs> you're, one, you're not on my eyes. You're, you're one position and I'm in position. Okay. Bye bye. You know. But no. Yeah. yeah and definitely. Now we're like, hey, come in dinner to my house. I'll get the wings. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Right. Wings. I'm just all like, you know. Yeah. But all right. Well, yeah. No. Absolutely. I'm just um, you know. Thank you so much for uh, for letting me be a part of it and kind of like <laughs> going, taking the driver's seat, y'all like, check this out. <laughs> We're going places. It's been a wild ride and I just can't wait to just keep going. You know, I know that it's the consistency that's not really there. But life happens, little. people. I right. know. Life yeah. happens. All right. We're sorry it's been a month, but trust me, we are very aware it's and we Okay. You know, I, I, I bug Laura sometimes. I'm like, hey. Um you're I still work for you, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I try, I try. No, but thanks everyone. I mean, this has been a really great uh, episode. First ever with Ryan, and I hope there's many more to come. I love it. <laughs> And remember that you can always find Fostering Growth on our social media. Um, our Instagram is fostering.growth.pod. Our Twitter is at foster underscore growth uh, with two H's. And Facebook. Remember, search for Fostering Growth. 
And you can add us as friends um, or also on our Facebook page with the same name of Fostering Growth. Uh, so feel free to go and like and follow. We would love to hear what you thought about this episode. And remember, if you'd like to share some of your experiences on the podcast or have an idea or topic for us to talk about, please feel free to send an email to fostering.growth.pod at gmail.com. We are on different platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, all the big ones. <laughs> and if you could leave a review, it would be super helpful for us, and we could even read it on the air. And we trust me, people, we would love to hear what you think and um, any ideas that you can uh, give us. Yes, and to be honest, thank you everyone for all the support. We love you all dearly. Thank you, thank you so much. And remember that some days it storms and some days it shines, but this is how flowers grow. Bye! Bye!